guys, I want to thank you for joining us for another one of our Wednesday devotionals. And I am definitely continuing on talking about praise because as I have said before, there is so much in the Bible about it. And it's so important that we understand, you know, what praise is, how we praise, the purpose of praise, the power in praise, <laughs> and so on and so forth. And today I'm going to be talking about the characteristics of praise. And it's kind of the basic things that praise does, how it separates praise from, you know, just other things, from just being happy or, or, or saying nice things or whatever, and kind of, kind of getting into it so we can know when we begin to praise God in church services or when we begin to praise God in our regular daily life, are we doing it, are, is it really praise? Am I embodying the proper characteristics that are embodied in praise? So I want to talk about a little bit of what praise does. Now, the first thing it does is it puts God first. That's the big thing about praise. It takes your eyes off of yourself. It takes your eyes off of your current circumstances, your current problems, you know, anything that's going on in your daily life. It takes your focus off of that and it puts it onto God and who he is. It's taking our focus off ourselves and we remember the goodness of God. We remember the faithfulness of God. We remember who he is. We remember his promises. All of that is part of praise. Another thing it does is when we begin to praise, it's kind of like we begin to brag about God. It's like bragging about how good he is, how faithful he is, the good promises he has in his word, how we can trust him, how he's always going to be there for us, and that kind of stuff. And it's, it's focusing and bragging about God rather than trying to make ourselves look good or focus on what we have. And that's something really, really important, especially for individuals. If you, you know, lead praise at a church or you're in a choir or anything like that, to keep that in mind, the focus of praise should be taking everybody's attention, taking your attention and making sure you put it on God. I know sometimes when, you, when you're up there on the stage or whatever, your focus can start being on like, well, am I singing okay? I have the lyrics of the song, trying to do this, trying to, you know, make sure... Make sure you look good. Make sure you sound good. How come I'm not doing the solo today? I should be doing the solo. You see, all of those kinds of thoughts begin putting your thoughts on yourself, and they're not on God, and you're not in praise. You can be up there singing, but if your thoughts aren't on God, if you're not seeing to praise God, to uplift God, to brag about God, and you're sitting there thinking about all these other things, then you're not actually active and participating in praise because you're not in enveloping or acting in the characteristic of praise, which is putting God first, focusing on Him. Psalms 95, you know, gives us a great example of putting, changing your focus to the focus of God, where it says, Oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. So the first statement, when he, when he introduced everybody to begin praising, he says, Look, we're going to praise the Lord. So he's taking the attention off themselves. He's not saying, oh, my problems are so big. Oh, life is so hard. I don't know what I'm going to do. You know, this thing's this and this and this and this and this and this. He says, no. He says, let's praise the Lord. Everybody, let's change our attention. Let's focus on God. Let's praise the Lord. And then he says, let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. Let us shout joyfully to him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great king above all gods. And in his hands are the depths of the earth. The heights of the hills are his. The sea is his, for he made it. And his hands, by his hands he formed the dry land. 
Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before God, our maker, for he is our God. And we are his people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. And he begins to talk about who God is, the greatness of God, how great he is, you know, talking about how he's the king above all gods, how we're his and we can worship and bow before him and how he's our great shepherd. So all of these things that he's been doing, he's bringing and bringing everybody into praise. He says, we're taking our attention off of us. We're taking our attention off the circumstances and we're putting God first. And that's an important characteristic of praise. Another important characteristic of praise is it, that it comes from our friendship with God. Praise originates with our relationship with God. If we don't have a relationship with God, if we don't know who God is, if we don't know about His promises and His word, if we've never had personal experiences with God, it can become difficult to properly praise Him. You know, James 22, 2.22, sorry, James 2.22 says, And the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness, and he was called God's friend. In John 15.14-15, through 15, it says, you, If you are my friends, and you do what I command, I no longer call you servants, because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends, for everything that I have learned from my Father I have made known to you. So we can see from scripture that we can be a friend of God. We can have relationship with God. He can come and, and, and be a friend with us. We can talk to him with a friend. We can praise him like a friend. We can have experience with him because he is our friend. Even Moses in the Old Testament, it said that Moses would go and he would talk face to face to God. He would talk to God like he was talking to a friend. So we've got to come to the place where we do that in our personal life where we develop that relationship with God so he's not just some ethereal figure, but he becomes our friend, that we, can have, we know who he is. Because if, if we want to praise him, we've got to have that relationship because how can we brag about someone if we don't know him? How can we talk about how great someone is if we've never experienced how great they are? How can we say how much we love somebody if we've never, if we've never experienced their love? You know, or let, him, let their love pour, be pour, shed abroad in our hearts. So we've got to make sure that we take time to spend in fellowship with God, spend in the Word, spend talking to Him, spend in prayer, and develop a friendship with Him. So when you praise, your praise comes out of that sincere friendship, the sincere experience, experiences you've had with God. You know, praise might start with only what you know. It might start with what you know in the Scripture, like, oh, I know this Bible verse, so I'm going to praise God because I know he, the Bible says that He'll provide for me. So I'll praise him for that. I know the Bible says that he's good. So I'll praise him for being good. So you can start with there. But as you begin to start from that, it will develop into an experience. So it might start with just knowing the word, but that knowing word will begin to develop inside of you and it will create an experience. So then you don't only just know, you experience the realness of God. You experience his presence. You experience his promises firsthand. And from those experiences, you can give praise to Him. So, you know, when we're in a relationship with God, praise will automatically bubble out of you because in God, He is our joy. He is our strength. He is our hope. He is our comfort. He is our peace and, well, pretty much everything else. When we understand that, we can praise Him and we can be excited and it'll just come out of you naturally because there's so much inside of you and it won't matter what you feel. It won't matter your circumstances because you know you have a good God. 
Another thing about a characteristic of praise is that praise is a willing sacrifice. Psalm 717 says, I will thank the Lord according to his righteousness, and I will sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High. So we've got to make sure when it says that, it says, and I will sing praise. I will. Will means it's something, it has to be a willing sacrifice. It's something we are willingly doing. I will sing praise to the Lord, to the name of the Most High God. So we have to do it. It's being willing. We have to make the choice. You have to do it yourself. Nobody else can do it for you. Nobody else can praise for you. Nobody can move your tongue for you or make you clap or make you shout. You have to do it yourself. You have to be willing to participate. You have to be willing to want to praise God. And when we praise, we're giving a willing sacrifice to the Lord. Now, Hebrews 13, 15, it says, Through him, then, let us continually offer to God the sacrifice of praise, which is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. So we can see that praise is a sacrifice. Well, how, how is that a sacrifice? What do you mean? Because you're willingly giving up something. You're willingly doing something for the Lord. Whenever we act in obedience, whenever we lay ourselves down, our wants, our desires, our passions, anything, whenever we, we lay anything down for the Lord, it is a sacrifice. So when we praise the Lord, it becomes a sacrifice because we're willingly giving our voice, we're willingly giving our thoughts, we're willingly giving, you know, you're shouting, you're, you're, you're clapping your hands, whatever. You're willingly giving that to the Lord as a sacrifice. And it becomes even more of a sacrifice sometimes in hard times when things aren't going as you want them to go or life seems difficult or, you know, you have, you have trials or things you're going through or troubles you're having to, to fight through. And when you can begin to lay those down and praise God instead, that becomes a sacrifice to Him. It's putting down our will. It's putting down our desires. It's putting down our, you know, discomforts. I know a lot of times, sometimes when people want to praise or sing or, or do anything, they're too ashamed or they're like, well, I don't want to praise in church because I don't want people looking at me or I don't want to stand out or I'm just really self-conscious. You see, that's a part of pride. That's a part of letting your flesh get in the way. But when you put all that down, your insecurities down, your self-conscious down, all of that kind of stuff, that becomes a sacrifice to God and you're willingly beginning to praise Him in spite of all of that. So true sacrifice of praise comes from deep inside you. It's not an outward show. It's an inward praise. It comes from inside. And that's what the sacrifice is. It's celebrating God by focusing on Him rather than us. It is the true essence of praise to become a pleasing sacrifice to God. To put everything down and become a sacrifice to God. Not just putting an outward show, not just trying to look good, not just playing an instrument or whatever because it's a talent. But to lay it down saying, I'm praising you, I'm singing you, I'm doing this for you because of the inside of me. All that I am wants to praise God. And the last, the last part of praise, last characteristic of praise is that praise is an expression of faith. James 2.17 tells us that faith by itself, if it has no works, is dead. You see, this concept also applies to praise. Because praise that is in the heart, but not expressed, is also dead. 
You know, that's why I know I did a couple podcasts a while ago and it talked about how praise requires participation. And it does. You can't praise if you're standing there like a stick in the mud and not moving, not singing, not not shouting, not doing anything. You're just standing there. Well, I'll just praise God in my heart. You know, I'm just praising him. I'm just praising him in my heart. It doesn't work that way. Just like faith. So faith by itself, if you have faith and you believe in your heart, it says, but it has no works, means you don't act out on it. You don't step out on it. You don't expect to see results from it. It becomes dead. That's the same way just how salvation works because we're saved by faith in Christ Jesus. How? We believe in our hearts and we confess it with our mouth. If you believe it in your heart, but you never confess it with your mouth, then it's dead. And you won't be able to walk into the full salvation of the Lord because you're never proclaiming that you were saved by Jesus Christ. It's the same with praise. If you want to praise Him in your heart, but you never express it with your mouth, you never express it through songs, through hymns, through joy, through shouting, through clapping, through dancing, you never express it, then it's dead. It's not praise. Because praise is an expression of faith. It is proclaiming the goodness of God and the promises of God. It is thanking God for fulfilling those promises, even if we don't see them in the natural yet. And that's how faith works. Hebrews 11.1, 1, it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So when we begin to praise, we thank God. You know, if we're going through something, we can say, Thank you, Jesus, that all of my needs are met according to your riches and glory because you are Jehovah Jireh. You are the God who's more than enough. And I'm going to stand on your word. And I know I'm going to see increase come because I believe in you. I believe that you are a good God. I believe that you take care of every single need. And what is that? That's praise because I'm taking my, my mind off of my need, uh, off of my circumstances. And I'm saying, God, you're going to do all this. God, you're great. God, you're good. God, you're faithful. And what does that become? It becomes a faith proclamation because you're proclaiming the promises of God's word. And then you have the expectation that even though it's not happening right now, even though, you know, I might not have the, the greatest amount of finances I want right now, I know I will have it because of what God has said. And that's faith, but that's also how praise operates because it's taking your focus off the circumstances and putting them on God, proclaiming his promises and uplifting and standing in joy, knowing that you'll see him come through because he is a good God. And we can see how this was used in the Bible when Paul and Silas praised God in prison. You know, they were in prison and they were singing and praising God when, when they were in prison, before they were free, before the chains were loosed. But then in the midst of their praise, it says the whole prison shook and their chains opened and the doors opened and they were set free because they were praising. It worked like faith. So praise that clings to who God is rather than the circumstances around you is a basic fundamental of faith. So those are several characteristics of praise. I really hope this helped you guys out, give you a better understanding of what praise is and how to properly praise God. Again, thank you so much for listening to this and I hope it blesses you and you have a great day.